Welcome, everyone. It is another episode of the Hillcrest Duo. This is episode 28. Today is April 2nd, 2016. I am one of your hosts. I am Brad Risto, Outsider Brad on Twitter. I'm joined alongside Metal John. And you can find me on Twitter at Metal John Radio. Hello, Metal. How are you doing? I'm, I'm great. Happy April, Brad. Happy April. The first and podcast of April. Yes, and uh, speaking of April, yesterday was obviously April 1st, April Fool's Day. And I don't like April Fool's Day anymore because of the way pranks are done nowadays. There are these internet ones. You see them on the internet. This place announces this one thing like, oh, that's awesome. That's going to be the greatest thing. It's April 1st. Well, crap. Yeah. And that happened to me yesterday. Bruce Campbell um, uh, partook in this, announcing that he was doing the American version of Doctor Who. Five seconds of being like, oh, awesome, oh, poop. And oh. uh, it was just a little disappointing. What happened to you? Anything? I, I don't really fall for that kind of stuff, but I will say that <clears throat> yesterday, Hamburger Helper had a pretty uh, big internet day, if you're on the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Uh, they were trending for most of the day. I finally decided to look into the trend. And why they were trending, there was a mixtape they dropped on SoundCloud. Like five tracks rapping about the glove and the stove and hamburger <laughs> helper. And Brad, it was fire. It was awesome. Oh. I listened to it all day. Oh you got it. You, you got okay, to look this up. The hamburger up. helper mixtape. They're all clean songs, Brad. We could even sneak them into our little oh, radio show that'd be at some great. point, maybe. But, dude, oh, I'm in love with the glove. I mean, there's just so many funny love tracks the and like the lyrics on there. And I, I don't know why it took me a few hours to finally figure out why they were trending. But when I figured it out, I was cracking up. It was hilarious. Okay. The Hamburger Helper mixtape. I'm gonna give them some free press on the Hillcrest duo. Okay, um, this past week, I wanted, I had told you in the past that there is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon that's on right now. They did a crossover past Sunday. Would you care to hazard a guess who it was with? It's a franchise that has a, a superhero movie coming out this year. Uh, Spider-Man? No, they crossed over with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? They crossed over with their 1987 selves from the wow, cartoon. Wow, that's awesome. So you can watch the current one and see the cartoon you saw as a kid. You have to watch it. I mean, you, even if you don't have to care about this one, because obviously it's a kid's show, but this one, since they're crossing over with the one from our childhood, and they didn't even um, uh, bother dealing with what the plot of the um, current storyline is. It's just like, uh, what do we do? Screw it. Just go throw them in the past. Done. It was awesome. That's you have cool. to see this. I got to look that up. Wow. Why okay. did you just text me when that was on? I I probably should have, because um, I actually DVR it, because I actually do DVR the series. I Pretty much for me, that just means I DVR it and never watch an episode, is what it's basically come down to at this point, but still, I do it. Now, did you see anything this week that you want to tell us all about? Uh, yeah, Brad. Uh, we have our very first contender for Best Film of 2016, and I saw it last night. It's called Eye in the Sky. Mm. And it's a it's a war drama. Helen Mirren's in it. Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad is in it. Oh, um, it's basically uh, about um, a, a terrorist plot that's about to go down, and a military force is watching them from a drone, and they want to attack. They need to capture these people or kill these people. They need to figure out how to do it. But it has to do with a lot of the negotiations of the other countries involved. Cool. Hey, are we in an area where we can do it? What's going to be the casualties? And then there's Okay, we need the prime minister's approval. The prime minister says, I'm not approving it because there's an American involved. We need to get 
the Secretary of State involved. So it's all the political stuff that goes nice. on behind. Meanwhile, everybody's sitting there with their finger on the trigger, ready to do something. But all these politics need to go into play. It's an edge of your seat movie. And from start to finish, I mean, you're I, on the edge of your seat waiting for something to happen. It's just the atmosphere. I love those ones. I mean, it's, it's a lot like a Zero Dark Thirty, yeah. you know, where, I mean, in Zero Dark Thirty, mm-hmm. you know what happens, but yes. it's like getting there is like, got you on edge. Yes, it's, it's like going like, up the hill of a roller it's coaster. It's like, te- it's the tenseness of the situation. You're like, um, oh my God, this is just a powder keg. Any second, boom. Yeah. And, and a cool little thing that was happening in this movie, I'm not giving away any spoilers, but they have a beetle. A beetle, like the size of your thumb, with a camera in it that they fly into this house. Oh. And they sit it on a ledge to watch these terrorists. I'm like, they, is something like that really real? Because if it is, that's awesome, and I want one. I want a beetle with a camera on it. You see, all I want is one of those um, drones that you can get and uh, fly those around. Those are too big. You want a beetle, Brad. I, I guess. Well, good it, point. It, sh- it sh- was shooting in high def. Um, there is an important lesson to learn, though. If you ever see a kid... Selling bread on the street. Yeah. Buy the damn bread. Bread. <laughs> buy the bread. Okay, I'll buy the All bread. Right. Now this is best another best movie of 2016 right now. Go see it. Eye in the sky. It's okay. in theaters. Okay. We this is another episode of the Hillcrest Duel. Last week we did our big Batman versus Superman recap, so we're a little behind on our television shows. So that's what we're gonna try and focus on today. We are gonna do our usual suspects. We got Arrow, we got Flash, we got Gotham. We had a big episode of Supergirl on Monday, but we're gonna start out with the way first show that happened in the week and that that was The Walking Dead. Metal, what were your thoughts on the most recent episode? Did you partake in the um, uh, Is Daryl Dead riots? No, I did not. Episode 15 East was uh, the one that aired last week, uh, which, you know, of course, it Obviously, with- we, su- all, we survived the Dar- Is Daryl Dead riots of yeah, uh, 2016. I, I knew he wasn't dead. Oh, of course not. And, of course, they threw that little line, you know, he'll be all right. Will he be the? I mean, yeah. and then when you if you rewatch it, I did rewatch it. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I did rewind and rewatch it. Holy he got, crap! He got him like in the shoulder, like the shoulder. Well, yeah, area. but that still could kill you. And they their doctors keep it was dying. Close range too. Their doctors keep dying. By the way, Metal, congratulations! You're on The Walking Dead. You've been cast as the Doctor. All right. They they have the same lifespan as a red shirt on Star Trek. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll get more on uh, more on Daryl uh, later because. Before we finish our Walking Dead talk for this week, I want to mm-hmm. talk about what's going to happen next week. Got some predictions to throw out there, right? And uh, and and we'll make our predictions. You know, of course, the episode's going to air in a little over twenty four hours from us taping this podcast, yes. but we will uh, we will throw our predictions out there early before they do air. But uh, a um, couple of things. Uh, so Carol's left town. Mm-hmm. Um, she did that last week in in episode fourteen, twice as far. Um, assuming here she's probably going to return to help our main characters, right? Yes. I'm assuming. But, uh, oh, what about how was she smoked that gang? That was badass. <laughs> she's a badass. I love her. I know. But, you know, I was, it got me thinking, if these saviors are so evil, how how is how are we just whooping their ass every single episode? I know. It's like they don't even get the upper hand on well, us. First except, of all- except for last week when Daryl got shot okay, from for- behind. Actually, I have a question about this. How many members do, do the Saviors have? Why don't they just join forces? Because they've killed like about 70 of them and they just keep coming. It's yeah. like they they have a superior numbers and they just keep coming. This group of like 16 people keeps killing our members. What should we do? Send more. Send five more. Send more. <laughs> Obviously five uh, uh, didn't work last time. No. Send 10 this time. They died. Yeah, the Saviors send are seven. their asses handed to us by us. So either, either these are like these, are these the people n- that we're beating – or noobs. Killing, yeah, they're either the noobs or they're 
just like the they're the probies. Like, hey, you guys are gonna do all of our dirty work, and uh, you know, yeah. I hope you survive. <laughs> yeah. Um. Here, you know what? Did you ever watch Star Trek? Here's a red shirt. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna go die. Um, that would be the, they, actually that's the show I want to see. I want to see a special edition show of The Walking Dead of just Negan keep sending people out. Yeah, again, uh, I want to just see one. Send five, send five more. Send five more. Just that, just for um, one hour. Sit, you mean uh, all again? the pro- all the probies are dead. All the noobs, all the noobs are dead. That's it. <laughs> I'm right. gonna go. We can't respawn them. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is, is Dwight one of the saviors, or do you think he's part of another group? I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, I know. I, was, I don't trust him. I was putting some thought in this because the first time we met Dwight when he was with the the girls, I they really just looked like like they were just free roaming savagers. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if if Dwight is. Tr- I'm I'm thinking he's like somebody who's trying to get in with the, with the saviors. I know and, I don't and, trust and him. maybe they won't accept him in um, because they don't trust him. And and this is part of the, his initiation is you right. got to do something to help us trust you. So he's going out to try to get. Daryl, he's going to try to get these people to bring them to Negan to say, hey, trust me, I kidnapped these people that wiped out half your army. Right. You, you know what? That's a very, very, very good point. That could be it. Cause- or maybe he's just a spy for them, you know, where he's like, hey, look, you're not allowed to live here, but you could go spy and bring us information and we'll get bread. Buy the bread. Buy the bread. Buy the bread. Uh, you'll get it when you see the movie, Brad. All right, so all right, screw it. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the upcoming finale. Ninety minutes tomorrow night, episode sixteen, last day on Earth is the name of the episode. Yeah, a uh, couple of a couple of thoughts. So uh, first of all, let me ask you about Enid. I'm always talking about Enid. Yeah, are we gonna learn anything about this character? I don't know. That'll probably be something in the next season. They're probably going to keep putting that off and putting that off. I mean, there's only 90 minutes left. I don't think they're going to get that much into it, so I think that'll be probably be more of a storyline for next season Yeah, and not this one. So, crazy thought here. Everybody, of course, is assuming episode 16, last day on Earth, 90 minutes, somebody's going to die. Obviously, the, the odds are in the favor of uh, it being Glenn. Everybody thinks it's going to be Glenn because that's what happened in the comics. That's what book. happens in the comics, and, but they uh, don't always follow and, the and comics. They, and they hinted at Glenn's death. Mm-hmm. They also kind of hinted that there's something going on with Maggie. Did she possibly have a miscarriage? You know, she right. had those abdominal pains. She cut her hair. She kind of went a little rebel, like something's going on with her. Right. They seem The signs seem to be pointing at that, but I'm just trying to think outside the box here. Here's a crazy. Here's a crazy thought for you. Okay. Glenn lives and Daryl dies. You see, that's what a lot of people. I think. I think those are the only two options. I think it's either Glenn or Daryl at this point. It's fifty-fifty. Those but, are your. But there's odds. all these other characters that it could be, like Michonne. It could be Michonne, and that could introduce the Rick curse, where if you bang Rick, you die. <laughs> <laughs> because it seems like everybody that he hooks up with dies. So there's that. Uh, there's also Rosita's part of the group that's kidnapped, and she's really hasn't become an important character, no, or at I, least not a fan favorite. So she could die regardless, and then somebody else could die as well. I th- I think it's going to be Daryl or Rick. Uh, not Daryl or Rick, or Daryl or, or Glenn. I think those are your only two chances. It has to be someone that's important because in the comics it was one of the more important beats. It has to be someone of prominence. So I am going with Daryl. But you're only or- saying one character, though. I think it's I'm only one character. I'm willing to throw Rosita in there, too. I think they may kill her and try to be like, oh, they're only going to kill her. Nope, and, nope, we're no, killing one more. No, you're right. Maybe they'll do that one really at the near the top and near the end, like with, oh, maybe 15 minutes left. You get Negan, he has his bat, and just wham. Because if you wham, think about these last wham, few episodes, they've really kind of 
you know, they put a lot of focus on 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 Abraham and mm-hmm. and, and and his love triangle he's got yeah. going on. So that's why I'm thinking maybe maybe somebody involved in that triangle may may end up. Uh, like I said, I'm sticking with Daryl or Glenn, and I'm gonna go with Glenn. I'm gonna go with that they're gonna stay true to the comics. That's that's my view. I mean, I realize they have no it's problem. It's kind of my hope. I hope they, it's Glenn. They have but no problem. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if it was Daryl, just because I get. I mean, he's he's such a fan favorite on the show, and and I'm just one of those people where man, since everybody loves him so much, I kind of want to see him I die. die. <laughs> I will, well, if he actually does die, then there will be the Glenn the Daryl's dead riot of 2016, and everything's going to be. Shut up, Ed Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, but I'm going to go with that they're going to stay true to the comics because that was one of the more particular um, important beats in the comics, and they're going to stay true to it and actually um, uh, do it justice. But that's just me. Time will tell. This is ob- episode, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. This ob- episode obviously airs tomorrow night. Let's get into um, uh, another crossover. We, we've talked a lot about crossovers. We've done this. We did Super Batman versus Superman. We, I told you about the Turtle crossover. Supergirl, she had her crossover with The Flash. Aired on Monday night. Metal, what'd you think? I, I like how they introduced the Flash because that was where I was kind of concerned: is uh, how is he going to get introduced into this? And they really they addressed it right away, and and Boom. they put all theories to rest about them all existing on the same Earth. Mm-hmm. Instead, this Flash is from another Earth, from Earth One, who, who just happens to come visit Supergirl. Earth, Earth. Three, we'll call her her Earth, Earth I, I, Three I like now. Supergirl Earth. She's on Earth Three. All right, so she's on Earth Three, uh, and the Flash comes to visit. Just in time to save her from falling out of a building. Yes, which as she, she got could have saved herself. Oh yeah, yeah, she could have saved herself no matter what. But still, <laughs> I do want to say. But I do. On, on a, it sounded like he was just lost. Yes. On this earth, I mean, I think I would have liked maybe him to be there for a reason. Like you know, he's he's still in search of speed, or or you know, or well, or, I, well, he was kind of there up for a reason because he was trying to breach and um, uh, be able to fight Zoom. Yeah, I like how I like at the end when Supergirl like threw him into yes <laughs> into, into just, some vortex. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. But um, th- you know what? A, we, a, a lot of people knocked Batman versus Superman because it lacked joy, humor, or anything kind of fun. This made up for it. I mean, Batman versus Superman was still a decent movie, but. It could have used some of the moments like in this um, uh, episode. Zack Snyder could have learned a thing or two by what they did in this one. Yeah. Because it's always fun to see the heroes actually work together in an actual fight fight, which you never really got to see in Batman versus Superman. They had their big fight against Doomsday, and, you know, Batman trying to punch Doomsday, especially in that movie, probably wouldn't have worked well. Yeah. Um and of course, Supergirl trying to earn the public's trust back in this episode. Yeah. I love that line about her helping a family build an IKEA table. Oh yes, I I, I, I tweeted out that said, if there were no parts left over, she deserves a damn medal because those IKEA things are annoying. Yeah. If there if she had a, all the parts, if there's one there, screw missing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I loved it, but. I kind of wish that they hadn't um, uh, tied up the red kryptonite story yet. I w- sort of wish he would still remain a pariah. I mean, I realized that they had to do it eventually, and, you know, having the um, uh, people help her, it's a standard cliche, it's okay. I just wish they had um, taken a bit longer on it. Yeah, what did you think of Silver Banshee? I thought um, her costume was a little Teaming weak. up with Livewire. I, like, I always do like Livewire. First of all... Once again, the DEO proving they have the worst security 
ever. They are the worst and most inept government agency I have ever seen. But, you know, I thought it was a fun team-up. I mean, you had a superhero team-up, you had a supervillain team-up. I thought that was great. I thought that was fun. But I just didn't uh, dig her costume. Yeah. One thing that is kind of annoying me a little bit about Supergirl is when these supervillains go after Cat. Do you ever notice that they only go after Cat Grant when Cat Grant is at work? Don't they realize that she's maybe a little bit more vulnerable when she's at home? Well, first, yes. Oh, can I tell you one thing I love? <laughs> or maybe about- when she's in the cab on the way to work. Instead, they go into her office, and every time they go into her office, Supergirl ends up being there. So how about you say, you know what? Let's not go into her office anymore since Supergirl happens to be always watching. Yeah, it's like let's she works there or something. Yeah, let's go catch her when she's like... You know, in Can bed, I say, sleeping, first or of all, in the shower, or at home, watching soap operas or whatever. Well, for, speaking of what Cat Grant wants, I love one line she had. Oh, you guys look like you're the cast of a CW show. Yeah. I just I, loved that That was one. awesome. <laughs> she was actually a – she had some great lines in this episode, uh, but yeah. and she, they, she was just this fearless. Whole, the whole writing of this episode kind of poked fun and roasted a little bit of the CW stuff. Well, and- she also she was great at um uh, the when um uh, the, both of them showed up at her office. She was just a badass and just uh, still cracking jokes. Two supervillains are there to kill you and you're cracking jokes. She was just tough as nails and I love her. Yeah. But it was a great episode, a fun episode. Obviously not much substantial happened other than, you know, Supergirl is no longer um the pariah. I'm a little disappointed in that, but obviously had to move on and obviously that my joke was, well, apparently, um, Kara's kisses are so um good they blow your mind, literally. But obviously, <laughs> obviously, there's something else going on. Yeah, well, I know you were talking a little crossovers there. Um, Errol sort of had a, a little bit of a crossover this week. I know you didn't watch this week's episode. Yeah, I um, kind of tapped was, out on Arrow, which was called Beacon of Hope. It was actually a pretty good episode. But I'm gonna have to Bree Larvin, who is in the Flash season one, makes uh, an oh. appearance in this one with all of her robotic bees. Oh, so yeah. that was kind of cool to see um, a villain from the Flash come into the Arrow yeah. uh, universe. Um, and you know, she, her basically she was after this. Um, uh, technology chip thing that's in, in Felicity's spine that's helping her walk. Right. She has some terminal cancer, and she wants that chip, so that's why yeah. she comes into this episode. Um, uh, Damien Dark, by the way, his storyline's getting awesome. He's So he's in prison right now, and uh, he had a prison gang come after him. So what he did was he went to the leader of the gang. He threatened to kill his family outside of prison, so the leader of the gang killed his own gang members. That <laughs> was pretty badass. Um, and then it uh, kind of ends with a little bit of a cliffhanger with Malcolm reaching out to Andy Diggle for help. So, uh, you know, Andy Diggle's story yeah. going to be, is he joining up with the baddies? We'll see. Uh, that was a good episode. I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, let's get to up a, another great episode. It was a fun one. Gotham, they had a big episode on Monday night. Monday nights are really hard on me now that um, there are two good shows that competing with each other, by the way. Yeah. But Gotham, obviously, Jim Gordon, he's in prison now. Episode 16, Prisoners, was the latest episode. Mm-hmm. And Jim Gordon's in, obviously dealt with the storyline of Jim Gordon being in prison, at frame for murder, and uh, Penguin uh, as he um, gets acquainted with his new family. Yeah, talking about prison real quick. So, obviously, we're learning more and more about how corrupt Gotham is. The warden yeah. trying to plot to get prisoners to kill each other. Apparently. And it's almost like he sort of enjoys it um oh yeah also uh he sort of reminds me of percy from the green mile you mm-hmm. know where he's just like i love watching prisoners die <laughs> yeah he's and, not, he's not a good guy 
and then and then and then they introduce this kid Pock that tries yes. to help Gordon. And my first thought is, how does this kid survive in prison? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like me or you being in prison. Yeah. Like, and then all of a sudden we want to jump in and try to save somebody in a fight. Yes. I mean, how did we survive up to that point to begin with? Well, yes. I mean, <laughs> especially did he in a just prison get... where they're just killing each other every day. Well, that's what you get for trying to help a cop. Uh, did you notice the prisoners were watching a Warner Brothers cartoon? Yes, I t- of course. That's awesome. I mean, it was Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Jim Gordon uh, dealing with the trials and tribulations of being in prison. He d- never really gets to retaliate, and obviously, I, he, I he really lost is how he's going to become a detective again. I, you know what? That's one thing. I'm like, how does he get? I, I mean, you know, they never talk about this. Like, hey, Jim, remember that time you were in prison? Yep, but that was a really annoying couple weeks. I mean, either this is like. Unless Gotham is just really going to throw us into a whole new universe with a lot of characters, which, like we saw with the Joker, where who we thought was a Joker wasn't the Joker. Instead, he was somebody who inspires the Joker, but he inspires other people to be like the Joker. Mm -hmm. Really weird. And then you've got Barbara Gordon, who's sort of almost like a female version of the Joker, or maybe even like an older Harley Quinn. Or, you know, sort of like um, how um, uh, Bruce and Selina apparently um, spent a good portion of their life together. And then we thought Theo Galvin was maybe some weird version of Raza Ghoul. Yeah. But now you got Gordon. I, I, I mean, am... I, I'm just wondering because we're going to have to see him doing something else because there's no way he's going to go right back into the GPD and get his job back. First he's going to be he's a, a He's a convict, cook. and he's escaped from prison. He's not going to walk back into the police department no. and get his job back. He, so he's going to he's gonna have to take some janitorial duties or something. He's going to be a fry a cook somewhere. But let's talk about um, uh, the Penguin as he tries to get acquainted with his new family. I don't like his um uh, stepmom. Yeah, I don't like her either. But she, I mean, his, you know, uh, trying to plot. <laughs> trying How to did plot. he resist that, Brad? I don't that, know. Ask me. I mean, would you have resisted that? Well, if I had my Step-sister, brain. Stepsister, you're meeting for the first time, and she walks into the bedroom wearing that outfit and climbs on the bed. How do you resist that, Brad? Well, if I had my brain um, scrambled by um, Hugo <laughs> Strange, obviously. And that's probably obviously what happened to um, uh, Penguin to Cobblepot, but I just feel bad for him because obviously he's being set up. I'm like, you know what? Maybe he could have been a good guy if um, his um, his step family didn't set him up to kill, accidentally kill his father. Yeah, played by Paul Rubens, by the way. Yes, uh, and who, I, another who? another great job. We got to see him for two weeks. He was yeah. on he was on the last two episodes, Mad Gray Dawn, and and this past week's episode, Prisoners. I mean. I thought I thought Paul Rubens was uh, made a really cool Penguin dad, and mm-hmm. you know the fact that they brought him back. He was in Batman Returns as Penguin's yes, well, dad, so yes, as a bad Penguin dad and not a good one though. Yeah, and this one here, Elijah Cobblepot. Uh, so it looks like uh, the step family's getting all the goods. But obviously, we know that something's going to happen. My, I said this when he got released. Hugo Strange put some kind of code word in his head that all he has to do is hear it like over the phone. Sort of like you would see in movies like a sleeper agent, and he's just going to go back to full insane. Or like what we saw in Supergirl, where yes. all of a sudden everybody turned into a walking like well, yeah, robot. But, or something like that. But I think it's going to be like just like one word. He's going to get a phone call. He's going to pick it up. He's going to hear a word from Strange, and then boom. He's going to be back to being full insane uh, Penguin, and he's going to take out his stepfamily and get the family's fortune. Because obviously we know at least in the future for um, uh, Batman and for Penguin, he has a lot of money. Yeah, so eventually he's going to get this fortune. I, yes. I agree. And this could be where he kind of flips back to being evil. Like, yes. like maybe he just he hears a word, like you said, and then all of a sudden he wakes up. Like he, like he has a blackout, and he wakes up and finds everybody dead. Oh, that'd be really cool. You, it's like just it, like pool of blood and like. Here's, okay, here's, I'm, here's what I'm seeing, thinking. 
go um uh, it's about to go to commercial he picks up the phone go, goes to black come back bodies everywhere from the commercial yeah. break dun, dun, dun. that's they what i want to see happen but there were a lot of great episodes. Um, do you have any um, uh, closing thoughts here, Metal? I don't know. I, I'm, I guess just another quick thought is, you know, will we ever see Lee again? Do you think she's off the show for good now? Um, I, I they, think they seem a- to kind of hint that she lost the baby and she ran, moved down south. So my yeah. guess is we're either never going to see her again or this is where they're going to take Gordon's storyline and, and He's have going a down Gotham. Sales. And then we're going to kind of get like a, like a subplot where, where now we got Gordon in the south, you know, doing detective work, trying to find Lee, trying to rebuild that relationship. And then mm-hmm. we got a new storyline or an existing storyline in Gotham with, you know, Penguin. Uh, obviously, Fish Mooney hasn't returned yet. She's supposed to be back this season. Yeah. So we're going to see her come back soon. Uh, I, well, there's obviously going to be a big, vo- still a big void in the um, Gotham crime uh, syndicates. Yeah. Very, very big void left by the loss of Penguin. But I'm really, really looking forward to it. I, I just can't think of anything else. Yeah. And finally, uh, The Flash. I uh, yes. had a um, couple episodes recently. Uh, yeah. Uh, episode 17 just aired uh, a couple nights ago, Flashback, which was, that was oh, Flash versus The Flash. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> episode. I loved it. I thought every- it was fun. I, I, want, I loved like the beginning of that where the two Flashes were fighting each other. Yes, well, my, my favorite part was Cisco trying to figure out which one was which. Yeah. Cisco, Cisco Ramon just nailing it there. And I just kept on yelling at, at Barry on Twitter throughout the entire episode. Damn it, Barry! Stop screwing up the timeline. Yeah. So, and th- that's I, I feel I, like they are doing way too much of the time jumping thing. No, I think th- I think maybe they need to cool it a little bit on that. Here's the thing: at the end of the episode where we saw Hartley now as a good guy, I'm like, okay, what else did he screw up? And you didn't see anything else, but I still have this just sense of dread and terror that in the next episode we're going to see like something completely, completely different, and it's going to be for the um, uh, worse. And my guess is that's what they're building to is. He's going to continue trying to do do these stupid time travel things, and he's going to make a huge, huge mistake that he can't fix, and he's going to have to end up dealing with it. But, you know, going back in time, trying to be, learn how to be faster from one of your mortal enemies who um, uh, quickly figures out that you're already there. First of all, the time wraith was, I thought was uh, only okay. Yeah, I, I did too. I mean, in the fact that uh, Harry Wells basically figured out that he wasn't the Barry he knew Mm-hmm. Was I thought it was kind of weird because we never really saw any any signs of anything like that from Wells in season one. It was funny as I some of the reviews I was reading in the recaps, everybody was like, "All right, season one Flash <laughs> and season two Flash." Yes. So they were like, "Oh, season one Flash and and, well, and Doctor Wells, they you know he easily figured it out that it wasn't him, and and I just felt like maybe it was too easy for him to figure it out where." Well, he figured it, they, it, he came across as being very paranoid because if you're somebody who knows about time travel and you're very suspicious of everybody around you, we would have saw signs of that like in season one. I think. Well, I think the thing that um uh, gave it away for um Wells, and I'm actually gonna give uh, that him a uh, credit is uh, he didn't really figure it out until the time rate that well um, appeared at the police station. Maybe that's he, true. And that's when he um that uh, thing was cool looking too. It was cool looking, but you know. Don't time travel, apparently. Although, apparently there are... I've done my own little research. Apparently there are time cops, and did they never run into time wraiths? Mm. Time cop. That was the first rated R movie I saw in a theater, by the way. Time cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, it came out in 94. Oh. How about that? 
Boom! Right. Dropping knowledge. So the Flash is actually going to take a few weeks off. Yeah. They return on the 19th with versus Zoom. So well, did you is see that the yeah. is that the big showdown? Well, I saw. I actually saw stay and watch the previews. It looks like it's going to be a nice epic episode. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. But at this point, I think we'll probably call it a close on here for the this um episode of the Hillcrest Do. This is obviously episode 28 of the Hillcrest Do. It is April 2nd. I am Brad Risto. We will be back next week. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Outsider Brad. He is Metal John. On Twitter at Metal John Radio. I want to thank everyone for listening. We will be back next week. Thank you for listening.